go, 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 go. Should all the movies be forgot and never <laughs> brought to mind? Should Ooh. all the movies be forgot? And welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It's 2023. I we like the ambition. Again. Quite land, didn't quite land the end. No, I couldn't there. figure out how to rhyme with design. So <laughs> This movie should here. have been forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. This uh, is barely real, a film. Real quick. I have to get this out of the way because it, it killed me when I read it. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> analog uh, Gogs Gogs texted me and Alec because he wanted to know if we wanted to come over to eat some soup. And it was uh, good soup, by the way, y'all Alec, missed out. And, and watch the movie. Uh, and Alex said, "I'm not coming over. I have to work. I already watched this abortion <laughs> or that abortion." No, that was correct. <laughs> Oh, that killed me. That was hilarious. I was like, well, I guess Alec didn't like the movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, 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 well. You know, he did, he did say, well, say well, a lot. well a lot. Uh, so yeah, we watched Break Into Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, a, a title that has outlived the movie. Like people love we that. Had, we had been, we had a homegrown terrorist insurgency named after it. I mean, do y'all remember, like, in, like, the fucking Epic Bacon early internet days, like, Electric Boogaloo was, like, a punchline to, like, all over the place. Like, it yeah, was, it's, a, it's a snow clone. Y- yes. What? A snow clone is a thing that we've all, like, collectively decided is a joke, like, oh, it's just everybody does I've that. never heard that expression before. Yeah. But yeah, it was like it was a joke. It was like okay, like that, and that's all we had. Like, it, it, like I, then again, I, I'd say that the vast majority of people probably haven't seen this movie. I use that joke a lot with them. This is my first time viewing this film, and uh, yeah, I wish I, I wish I just known the, the joke. Yeah, um, yeah, I, my bad. I, uh, I remember. Got, watching... Hey, in my defense, the rules were dance movies, and I would say this has more dancing than possibly any movie. No, this movie is the danciest movie <laughs> of all time. Like, I move over I, fame. I remember watching the the great Canon documentary. Uh, that that's just so fucking great. I can't say enough good things about that Canon documentary. But they do have a segment on this movie, and the 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 guy uh, Ozone. I think it's Ozone. They were interviewing him, and he's like, yeah, we didn't know how to make a fucking movie. We were dancers. Like, they just gave us money. We're like, we'll make a movie. And we're like, all right. And you can tell. Like, they're just... Well, this is the second one, so just imagine the first one. Yeah. I, well, I, apparently, apparently they came out, like, six months apart. Is that like right? Like, they made I the first one, and they filmed and had the second one ready to go within, like, six months. Well, the, the first cans. one was, like, a, a certified smash hit. I think it made, like, $32 million on, like, $2 million bucks or some shit. This yeah. one made, this one made like, 15 on five, which, yeah. wow. back then, that's, like... That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. How did they spend $5 million on this in 1980-whatever? They bought a Crop real rec tops. center and tore it down. <laughs> Well, they must they, have built they, that thing because that building cannot exist in Los Angeles. Right? They, uh, we'll talk about it, right? They spent all their money on uh, a major domo costumes or <laughs> these fucking things are called. Yeah, just, just, just band. Was it who's the guy in charge? Drum major costumes and yeah. what is it? What did Sean already say? Ozone's crop tops because you see his belly everybody's the crop tops. Time. Yeah, the, the crop top ratio in this movie is absurd. More crop uh, anyway. than pop. 
Uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with breaking two. Are we? Electric. Oh yeah. I think <laughs> oh yeah. So. Um, but let's get into what we watched this week. I think everyone. I know for a fact. Uh, I think uh, a bunch of us actually watched the movies this week. Shockingly mm. enough. Uh, Sean, Dark Horse I, pick never goes I, first. I watched a movie. There you go. There you go. That's a lot for you. Yeah, I know, and, and it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> like shan't do it again uh <laughs> i watched um i didn't watch the last episode of chainsaw man so if anybody watched that don't say what happened uh, and it's, it's uh, really good i'll just say that i watched uh bullet train which is a movie like normies love this week that's so weird you watch that that's like yeah, yeah. Like, you texted me and you were talking about i was like of all the movies for you to pick to watch like i was like that's an odd one well, because, like, I heard, well, I heard it was really gory is what I heard. So I'm like, okay, oh. maybe it'll be like uh, a um, like a, a slapstick splatter comedy. Well, it was directed by okay, the Deadpool that. guy, right? Like, so, yeah, well, yeah, it's, well, Deadpool 2? Did he do uh, both of them? Um, he's no, a guy think, that continues uh, to make the world's okayest movies. Like, they have premises that I like, but the move, like, uh, he made Atomic Blonde also. Which Atomic is a movie Blonde I, was okay. It's fine. Yeah, uh, it was this okay. movie would be it like aspires to be fine. Um, hmm. I think it, it gets a lot of comparisons like Guy Ritchie movies, but really what it is is like a fucking like Dollar General version of Smoke and Aces, with which uh, in and of <laughs> itself isn't that great. <laughs> the ending of that oh, movie. I'm on the hook for like everything sucks. but the ending in that movie because I, the I ending adore the movie. Ruins that. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, it's a reverse yeah. miss. Yeah. Um, but like it's it's this weird movie where. I, they don't really make movies like this anymore where it's like it's a Japanese property takes place exclusively in Japan, but like almost nobody in the movie is Japanese. Oh, wait. So it's like this is based off something. Yeah, it's based off a book and a, a manga. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it's based off of like a boring rich people book and then like a uh, pro book with pictures and then this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but like. It's really fucking long. It's like two hours and uh, nine minutes, and it has like more expository flashbacks than I think than any movie I've ever seen. To wit, there's a a part where like an inanimate object throughout the film, you get to see the whole. Uh, it cuts to it, and it's like it gets a title card, and then it shows the whole movie from its point of view, which would be clever if it wasn't an hour and forty eight minutes into the movie. Oh God! And it's also a movie where. Uh, a white Russian is the head of the Yakuza, which would never happen. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's just fucking ponderous. Like, it just goes <laughs> on and on. And there's like shit. Brad Pitt I, in it. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. Hmm. But he's doing like this, like, it, everything feels really dated. Like, it, it, he's doing this, like, self-help bit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to the therapist and like, woosah. And like, you know, positivity breeds positivity. And like, you know, that kind of shit. But yeah. he's also a hitman. Oh. Aaron Taylor Johnson's like not bad. Uh, really? Zazzy, yeah, Zazzy Beats pops up to say bitch like a thousand times in ten seconds. Like she's got that like that fucking uh, Tarantino syndrome where like oh. every bit of her dialogue has the word bitch in it for whatever reason. <laughs> it, it's like it's staged okay and it has like that cool bisexual lighting just because it takes place on a bullet train in Tokyo and Michael Shannon's totally wasted in it and uh Hiroyuki Sonata, who I think we talked about like last week, as a guy that's in a bunch of movies that I love. Or no, that was William yeah, Lee. But this it was guy, William Lee, also who is also in that Wolverine movie, I believe. 
Yeah, um, he's also in. Uh, he's in a movie we bring up all the time. Life. He was in that. He was yeah, in the Japanese he, guy in that. And yeah, he's a great actor in a fucking just eh, movie. It's like, yeah. eh. I don't. I I can see why people like it. Like, but I I'm not one of them. It's just whatever. Um, Alec. Uh, I watched one movie and a couple of TV shows. Uh, the movie I watched is the new Netflix movie White Noise. Oh wow! You watched a Noah Baumbach movie. Oh I'm, no! Yeah. I'm very interested in hearing your thoughts on this. It's fucking weird, man. It's wild. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. It's not like yeah. I didn't. I didn't love it, but like it was definitely interesting and it definitely kept my attention uh, the I, whole uh, time. I wasn't like I wasn't like glazed over just looking at my phone after like ten minutes. Well, that's an achievement um, for a Noah Baumbach movie. Yeah, right. Usually... Maybe maybe because there's a bunch of like important scenes that take place in a supermarket and I was just yeah. looking at all the merchandising and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's really, it's, it's an interesting, interesting movie. And some stuff that uh, Stacy read after it makes me, I, I don't, I don't know if it enhances it or makes it worse, but it's just like, it's, uh, it's very interesting. I don't even know if I want to get into the plot too much. Like basically of, what, yeah. what they give away in the trailer is like, there's this family, and obviously, like Adam Driver is the dad, Greta Gerwig is the mom, and there's like a it's like a mixed family of four kids. Like, is Adam Driver like his Leo DiCaprio now? Like, is he just gonna be in all his movies? Adam, oh, yeah, he was in Marriage Story too, wasn't he? Yeah, Adam Driver is so I love goddamn. Him, he is so goddamn good in this movie. Um, he's just so goddamn good. Period. If you would have told me that that dude from Girls was gonna turn into such a great actor. <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck out. He was so bad in that show. See, I actually <laughs> thought he was good in that show. <laughs> I thought he was the worst. I was I like, why? I, I was like, why did they even? Two, though, so. I was like, why did they bother casting this guy? They could have cast like a wet ham sandwich. They got the same response. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. I like I said, I didn't like love it, love it. Yeah, but I thought it was good. There's a. Uh, so they're this mixed family. It mixed me, not like mixed race, but mixed. They have kids from other marriages and then blended a kid. Family? Blended family? Yeah, blended. Like a, yeah, a Brady blended bunch. Family. Yeah. They have kids from other marriages, then a kid or two together as well. Um, he is like the world's foremost, or the United States is like foremost expert on Hitler. Okay. And he's like a college professor that gives classes on Hitler. Um, and she's like she's a stay-at-home mom, but she does get, teaches like yoga classes at night at like the local college. It's a period. It's set in the eighties. It's a period piece, like the early eighties, maybe late seventies. There's no cell phones. There's none of that. Um, but then there's like a, an industrial disaster. A train hits, or a semi truck hits a train, or releases like this crazy toxin. And it's kind of following them around for a while. They're trying to figure out how to get out, how to be safe. Um, but really, that all happens like in the first half. And the whole accident goes away. And there's a whole second half of the movie that uh, follows Adam Driver trying to like connect with his wife and uh, stuff. I never saw a marriage story, but I don't think it's similar to that. It's not like sappy. It's kind of weird. It's like everything about it is weird. Um, 
Like, so, I don't know that I've ever seen any other Noah Baumbach movies. I was looking through his IMDb, and I don't remember seeing anything else he's done. What else did he make? I but it's, that. like, it's it's really, like, offbeat and weird. And Stacy had seen A Marriage Story, and she said it was, like, totally different. That's not, like, like, I guess that's not his style all the time. Because she was, like, A Marriage Story is a fairly straightforward movie. His style isn't generally weird. It's more just boring. Like he's into like just like endless dialogue scenes. Alec, I uh, there, there is on... endless there is endless dialogue. I, I usually say he makes like, Adam Driver, so it doesn't really. He, he's like me. the family of... dramas for rich people, like yeah. a not funny Wes Anderson. I don't know. That's kind of like how I was. <laughs> so Wes Anderson, Sean, right. Sean, uh, plug your ears for a second. Okay, uh, Alec, I read the book. That this is based on the book got pretty dark. Did the movie get pretty dark? Like, there's some, there's some like pretty sh- fucked up shit in that book. If memories are, there's like some, yeah, some stuff between him and his wife. Like, I don't know. If yeah. it's, it's usually it's probably not as dark as the book because I book enjoyed always, the book and then I the saw book, his name attached and I was like, oh. but now, now is, I might check it out. The book is always darker with than movies, like almost True. always, except for the mist. And, and yeah. potentially the road because it's like page for page the same fucking thing. Like they 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 just adapted it wholesale. Those cowards cut out eating babies in the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say the book's dark. Yeah, the book's way darker. Um, what in the road? Yeah, they don't yeah. do the baby eating in the movie. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Although they do have a guy. If you look at the IMDb cast list, there is a guy listed as baby eater. So they must have filmed it, but they cut it. Um. And also, there's that scene in the in the book where they're like using like a uh, what is it like a backhoe to just dig up the ground, and then they're oh, flame, yeah, yeah. flame throwing snakes to eat them. Yeah, that's a good. Which I'm fine with. Like snakes are awful. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. I think honestly, I think TJ, I think you would really like it. I'll have to watch it. But, I, uh, I'm I'm like very cold on him in general, but you know he's married to Greta Gerwig. That's his wife. Oh. Um, I mean, she's a good actress. It's not like I I enjoy her movies more than his generally. I actually like the Lady Bird quite a bit, but I'll, I'll have to watch it. I I I really like the book, so I I'll I'll have to give it a viewing. Now that you're like that's a positive a positive review, and I don't know his stuff. Like of all like guys, like I would thought that like his normal just the way he writes, he'd be bored to tears with how he he usually frames things, and he also he has the propensity of being like a writer first and not much of a director. Like he shoots things very flat. And I think this, us- I mean, I will also say we watched it on new year's Eve and I had, had several. I was <laughs> drunker than pissed. Several gummy, gummy bears. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you think it benefited from the fact that it was written? Like it's a book that he didn't write. I mean, maybe I don't, I, I can't answer it until I've watched it. So I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it and let you know. I, I, Alec, I recommend the book. The book is a, very quick read. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I have to check it out. Uh, the shows the shows I watched, uh, one show I finished, one I didn't, but I'm going to talk about it a little anyway. Uh, the one show I wa- we watched to finish was Wednesday. And yeah. uh, I really liked that. I thought it was really fun. I watched um, a few episodes, too. I liked it. I thought it was it's fun. A, it's, a, it's like a fairly safe, but also dark, like, teenage adventure but it was also gory and gross and like just like you want the adams family to be um well, 
Yeah, what and the, I felt I felt like uh, it felt more like how we felt about Dark Shadows, where it's like Tim Burton a little bit more reserved, but like yeah, controlling himself you, instead yeah. of giving in to all his urges. Like I wonder how much it's still it's before, fun. I wonder how much Netflix had to pay him not to hire Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it is, it is a blast. Like we finished, I don't know how far you, and we finished it. Like, I, only, I really like enjoyed it. Episodes. And like, everybody's really good at it. All the actors and actresses are good. Uh, the girl who plays Wednesday, Jenny Ortega, she's fantastic. Um, Catherine Zeta Jones and Luis Guzman play Gomez and Morticia. And they are both so good. Yeah. Um, I kind of just want a Gomez and Morticia show. Like, cause yeah. Luis Guzman, I, the, I, the more Luis Guzman I have in my life, the better. Cause that guy rocks. Absolutely. He's um, so good. But yeah, it's really fun. And it's, uh, I really enjoyed it a lot all the way till the, uh, very end. It's, uh, it's a blast. Um, the other show I watched, I didn't finish it. We just started it. It's also on Netflix. It's called Kaleidoscope. I Ooh. saw the ads for that. What is that? It's a heist show starring Giancarlo Esposito, which is oh, how you're supposed okay. to say his last name, apparently, according to a TikTok I saw of him oh. saying his last name. I saw the promos for this. It's got, it's a gimmick thing, right? Isn't there like a big gimmick with the show? Like you can watch it in any order or something? Yes, you can watch the episodes in any order. Um, it get, like Netflix randomizes how you get them. That's oh. kind of fun. I like and the last. The last episode is the same no matter what because that's like the finale. But the other episodes show up apparently for different people in different orders, so it really colors how you view that's cool characters a certain way because it t- like apparently each episode takes place in slightly different time periods. Like the whole show takes place over the course of like twenty years or something like that. But one episode might be like it's a heist show. Like one episode's like six weeks before the heist. The one's like five years before the heist. The one's like right before the heist. But you're seeing how the characters have grown and changed over time, and you don't know how how you're gonna see it. Apparently, there's like five thousand different combinations that could come out of the episodes. So people are getting totally different like vibes on the characters based on who they see first and how they react to them. Because, like, when you watch any show, like, there are char- like, characters you see at the beginning, you're probably going to hold a bias to more than characters you meet a little later down the line. Sure. Um, but I think the first two episodes we watched are great. Uh, it's got Giancarlo Esposito, uh, Rufus Sewell is in it, uh, Paz Vega is in it. Did Rufus right. Soul get his eye fixed? Like he looks different last time I saw him. He did. It's okay. I don't know when, but at some point he got that he got that uh lazy eye surgery. Then the last time you saw him, Sean was an old, remember? <laughs> What's that? Oh god. Remember oh, yeah. old? That's the last yeah, time you saw him. Um Jai Cordy's in it, and he's not bad so far. Like he's as good as you would hope he would be. Anytime you can say Jai, Jai Courtney is not that bad, it's a win. Well, it's like uh, Charlie Hunnam at Triple Frontier. It's like what? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, but yeah, I would recommend it. We're two episodes in. It's only eight episodes, and it's like a limited series, so it's not gonna not gonna uh, go any longer or anything. Um, no. But I would recommend I would recommend checking it out. 
Netflix should do more weird shit like that. Why not? Like, I really like that, uh, that choose your own adventure Black Mirror episode they did. I thought that was a lot of fun. Like, do weird shit with your format. Why not? Like, I liked that for a little bit, but it lost its luster fairly quickly. Yeah, I really like. How many times do I need to rewind and see the same scene again to get where I want to go? Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. But I thought I thought it it was a cool idea. It was a cool premise. Um, I think that's all I watched. Uh, Gorgeous. Uh, I watched three films, all oh, of them. Three films. Fuck. All 2022ers to try and like Ooh, build up my I, catalog. I hope one of them is uh, is really weird. Mm, mm, no, well, mm, three of them. Well, so let's start with the worst one I saw. <laughs> well, mm, mm, mm. Uh, I watched Black Adam. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> How was that? <laughs> DC doesn't know what they're doing yeah in well, general it's already, that's already done like the, he's not coming back. i know but i mean it's, like yeah. it's like it's it's wild because it was just like it it's like if they made a movie based around drax the destroyer but then like just just it was just all the edgy bits there's like one redeeming moment towards the end where you sort of get it but like it's just like it's just so edgy. Like this is all they like I think they mistake like edgy for interesting in the DC universe in general. Like I really liked that Shazam movie. Like I think it's one of their best movies they put out post uh Do they even mention Shazam in Black They do. Adam? They oh, do. Okay. Um they mention the Council of Wizards and they I mean it's what it's what he has to say to give up and achieve his powers as he says Shazam. Um which I don't know anything about those characters. So I don't know if there can only be one. I guess there's at least two. I don't but, know. I, like, I, don't know. I know like absolutely nothing about Captain Marvel. But like that Shazam movie uh, was a lot of fun because it was like a kid. Well, it's kind of like big, but it's yeah, big Shazam was like like that. I enjoyed right. Um, but this was just like the Rock as like sort of an unstoppable like super beast that's just killing people all the time. Which I mean, that's fun and all, but like it's just not good and the rest of it's not good and none of it's good so uh the best also, also i heard that dr fate is just a discount dr uh, everyone's a discount so here's the deal you have a discount dr strange played by uh james bond you've got this guy you have hawkman who i don't know anything about hawkman but they're trying to make him don't I, worry, nobody does. Well, they like they tried to falcon him up, like, but that didn't work. Like, it's I mean, just, he is like a literal falcon man. <laughs> but he's like got like he's got like he's like super rich. And he has like a plane oh, made so, of indestructible metal. Like they made him what? almost like night owl. Met so he wasn't falcon. he wasn't an alien. He was a guy in a suit. No, he's just a guy named like Steve or some Ken or some shit. Well, it, it gets kind of. I mean, DC DC is full of this kind of stuff, but it gets kind of confusing because Carter like is the guy's name I think you're looking for. If Carter, it's there it is. The, uh, I I think there's so Hawk. I think the original like Hawkman, the OG Hawkman, mm-hmm. was just a guy in a suit, and then they decided to make the Hawk people like an alien race. They're from like Thoraxis or something, and then like so it gets kind of mixed yeah, up. Thanagar, thank you. How did I how did I forget that? Thanagar. But then but then you have like you still have like the Earth Hawkman that's just a hawk man. Like it's very confusing. Like it's not cool, it's not good. Like it's not good. And it's 
<laughs> I tried. I wanted. I tried to like it too because I like the rock and everything. But like, this is just if this is his like fifteen year passion project, like, bro. Yeah, no. I have a hard time believing that. Like, who the I, hell? Like, it, I think he, he just he. I, I think he just wanted to be the centerpiece of the fucking DCEU. Well, there's just like, work out. well, there's just like this really just like ham fisted, like on the nose, like battle in this. So like, there's this one kid who's like a, a big DC fanboy, but he's like a fanboy of real heroes that exist in the world because he's got posters of Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman in his room. And there's a fight that is very dis- deliberately. Like in slow motion, Black Adam punching and destroying all the memorabilia of oh, all the God. other heroes in the DC universe. I guess to try and establish him as the top dog. Do they um, do they reference like like I know that the post credit scene has Superman in it, but like in the movie proper, do they do they talk about the other DC heroes at all? I mean, only the other ones that show up the the ones from the Justice then the not yeah, the, the Justice J- League. The, the JSA, Justice, yeah, Justice, Justice Society, Society, which predates the Justice League. So you get Hawkman, you get uh, Superman. Didn't have the Spectre in there. That'd have been fun. You get Hawkman, Doctor Fate, and you've got this. You have these two characters that I know nothing about, but I don't want to know anything further after this performance. <laughs> it's uh, Cyclone, who's just like a girl who makes tie dye whirlwinds. and oh. then Adam Smasher, who yeah. is just like a low rent, like like. Ant Man, like it's dumb. Don't watch. Wait, Black he's Adam. not the he's not the Adam. He just got big. That was his only thing. Well, his he name is big. the Adam. His name is Adam Smasher. In this, no, that's film. the guy from Cyberpunk. I don't know what Fuck. to tell you. I'm just telling you what was told Fuck. to me through the film, Weird. which was his name is Adam Smasher, and he is Henry Winkler's canonic nephew who inherited his powers, and and Henry Winkler was the original Adam Smasher. Weird. So yeah, there you you're go. right. Adam yeah. Smasher. I think the only thing I was is that a JSA guy. It is a JSA guy. And his costume sucks. He's just Almost got like a like a gimp suit. He's got yes. like a black mask and like an and a yeah. It looks terrible. So there's that. And I will say this: the only shout out to the kid from Baron Toa, and I guess the Rock Growing Up TV show, because he also shows up in this movie. I guess that guy's kind of attached to the hip. For any movie where The Rock needs to have like a younger version of The Rock, he's also on the show. I think, right? He's on the TV show, The Young yeah, Rock. Show. Young Rock. Um. So who's Just... the villain in the movie, or who's the, the... villain? Is capitalism? <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. right. It's no, because it's Wakanda, and they're mining this shit called Eternium out of what is definitely not <laughs> Egypt, but Eternium. Uh, yeah, on. and so then this old king who makes a demon hat is trying to resurrect the bones of his family from hell, but there's this international corporation that's there to mine all the Eternium. It's not good. That sounds horrendous. Yeah, it's like all the worst parts of movies. <laughs> so, but it's still not the worst thing I saw this year. It's actually I'm kind gl- of mid. I'm glad that they 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 took all this time to have a a fucking new super, a superhero or super villain or whatever, and they don't even have like they don't even give him like a fucking villain to fight. No, no, like, they fight Sabak. Sabak, yes, which what I thought the, was a card game. What the Spock fuck is Sabak? Is, is that Spock's dad? Sabak is like the anti wizards, like the the council <laughs> of like the council That's of demons. Sarek. Oh my yeah, god. 
Like the Council of Demons, like the Council of Wizards made their Shazam. Oh he looks just like, and in the comics anyway, he just looks like a devil man. He's just like a devil man. He, he's got like, he, he's got, he's a big red devil guy that has a pentagram on his chest and horns. That's He's the literal devil, and he's there to bring hell on earth, starting with not Egypt. So... God. What a piece of shit! I have this no, was you know better. you usually usually make these movies sound better than they are. This sounds fucking awful. This is still better on my 2022 list. This is still better than Hellraiser. So, uh, and then <laughs> one slot above Black Adam in oh, no. the like the lower half of my 2022 list. I, my second movie I watched was Glass Onion: A Knives Out Tale. Boo. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's uh too cheeky. It's too referential. Uh, uh. Uh, Daniel, now, I said this. I said this to you at dinner, but I would level that exact same complaint. At, <laughs> I like the first out. one. I don't know why. Like I don't understand. Like it sounds like exactly the same movie. Daniel Craig forgets his accent, sort of a good chunk of the movie, oh, or he's just like in the first. Or he's just, or just kind of working it out. Um, this one doesn't have Lakeith Stanfield in it, unfortunately. Uh, the cast in this one's like almost more insufferable. Um. And then the end, even, and this is, I think the movie's trying to be cute. Like in the end, when he solves the mystery, uh, what's his name? Cause his, what's Daniel Craig's character's name? It's like something like Poirot, Benoit Blanc. That's it. Benoit Blanc's like, this is all too stupid. This is the easiest way it could have been. Of course he did it. Like, it's just, he even acknowledges how dumb the ultimate plot was. I'm like, this is just too, that's, there you that's go. Subverting, there's, subverting, there's Ryan Johnson subverting yep. expectations. It's exactly. too, it's too cute. It's too, whatever. Uh, Janelle Monet, God bless her. She's doing stuff in this movie. She's actually doing a lot of work in this movie. Like she shouldn't be in this. Um, and my boy, Dave Batiste is in it, but he's not wearing tiny glasses. So I think that's where he screwed up. <laughs> um, so those are two of the things I watched. And the third thing I watched, I fucking loved, even though I'm too stupid to understand the metaphor that was beating me over the head the entire time. I watched uh, Martin McDonough's Banshees of Inner Sharon. Uh, it's it's just this beautiful, small, quirky, dark comedy. Uh, Colin Farrell is an absolute triumph. Uh, Brendan Gleeson is just <sighs> wonderful in it. Like... I, it's just this movie set about it's about this decaying fr- it's not even a decaying friendship it's about uh these two guys that live on this tiny fake island off the coast of ireland in 1924 during the irish civil war and then the one friend decides he doesn't want to be friends with the other one anymore and the other one's confused by this because they don't know why and it's just this weird twisted back and forth that gets led to all sorts of extremes um Without giving it away, I can I recommend it is cracked into my top five for twenty twenty two. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I mean, Martin McDonough is fucking. I mean, he's three for his, three for me. That all I, his I, movies are great, but like the three billboards, the last oh, one. I I'm mean, sorry, he's four for four. Jesus Christ, three billboards was like unbelievable. I mean, that was so fucking good. This is not as good as three billboards, but it's very good. But like this, three billboards in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. All four movies, love all four of them. It's great to see Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson back together again. Um, Colin Farrell has turned into an old man somehow, and he is just 
great. I feel like I didn't, I feel like I've never given Colin Farrell enough respect or credit. Like he's a very good actor. I mean, I have in like the last like decade, but before that, I never really cared for him. But like, like he's like his Miami Vice days and stuff. Like I never, yeah. Spot. Well, I think he, he had a lot to crawl up from the dog shit, like the recruit. Yeah. And I don't and know what swat, else. Like that. Alex yes. said, yeah. Yes, Y'all did like phone that. booth, I think. Did y'all like Phone Booth? I think I liked Phone Booth. I think yeah, I it was remember. just a bad was... kind of version of another movie that's also not great, but I thought it was better. Well, he's really, really, really good in this. But he Brian, picks, I, he's in a lot of like interesting movies now. You know what I mean? Like being in like The Lobster and The Killing of the Sacred Deer, to name yeah. name a few. Even like in in a mainstream movie like The Batman, Horrible I bosses. thought. Oh God! Yeah, he was funny as hell. Yeah, in that. He's, he's a lot of fun in that. And he's great as the penguin and the fucking the Batman. I thought he was really good. Like, well, I guess his great. his second actor, his third actor, is whatever wherever he is right now. Keep it up because he's fucking killing it. And, yeah, he's great. I can't wait to watch that movie, guys. I I'm like I I really wanted to watch it this weekend. I just didn't get around to it. I, I love. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. But yeah, and, sure, Bre- and Brendan Gleeson just rules. That guy just oh. fucking rules. Yeah. Um. But that's everything I watched. TJ. Uh, I watched, uh, three things, three things, uh, um, one very quickly. I watched the jujitsu Kaisen movie. Uh, it's fine. It's, it's mm. good, but I mean, it doesn't feel my, my problem sometimes with like animes that, that do the movie thing is that like, this didn't really feel like a movie. It just felt like an extra long episode, which is fine. It was entertaining, but like, I don't know. I like it when they make like anime TV shows into movies, when they have like a clearly bigger budget. And they do like they make it the scale a lot bigger, and this didn't really feel that way. I enjoyed the story, but I wish it was like a little bit more. Also, like it, they like I don't. It, it sounds weird to say, but like they edited it like a TV show. Like there's weird, just like like transitions from scenes. Like they feel like commercial breaks. Like I don't know. It's very weird. Maybe it was rebroadcast in Japan as like four episodes of the show. I don't know. Uh, it was fine though. I I really like that show a lot. So. Uh, available in Crunchyroll, uh, the movie too, which is cool. Uh, looking forward to season two. Uh, I watched um, the new uh, Andrew Callahan Channel Five HBO documentary, HBO slash A twenty four slash Absolutely Productions documentary. Uh, this place rules. Um, it's all about the lead up to the fucking insurrection. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, if you're not following Andrew's stuff from old, all gas, no breaks. And then now channel five, I mean, the guy's just like a genuinely very good journalist and it feels really honest. And I really like his take on how he, he shows things like seriously, but there's still like comedic undertones to stuff, but he's very good at, 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 at kind of weaving tone like uh, he can do like goofy shit but then go right into something serious and like really make you think and i thought it was really really well done and i really it's cool to see him like i don't know have something like this where it's like a full like you know feature length movie or documentary or whatever you want to call it um i really like it um he he manages to like get a lot of really interesting perspectives on things and um, there's one thing in particular that, that I've already been seeing getting clipped all over the place, but, and it kind of ends the movie, 
but he he finds this fucking uh, right wing psycho that has like a YouTube show and a podcast, but he's a you know a QAnon fucking guy. And he, I'm going to just say it, because again, if, if you, you, you probably will see this on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, because this clip has already been all over the place. Um, he, he like, he literally, it starts out, this is a good example too, of what I was just talking about. So he, he's interviewing this guy at a diner and we've already been with this character for lack of a better term for, for a big chunk of this movie. Like he introduces him way earlier in the movie. And he's kind of a talking head throughout the movie. Uh, the, this crazy conservative guy. I should just say conservative. That that covers both bases. It's kind of redundant to say crazy conservative. Um, anyway, so Andrew has a stack of celebrity photos, right? Like he pulls out a photo. Oh, I, I have seen this. Yeah, he pulls out a photo and it's Oprah Winfrey. And the guy's like, oh, that's a pedophile. Then he pulls out a picture of like Jonah Hill. He's like pedophile. Joe Biden pedophile and then he's like I need to talk to then Andrew goes I need to talk to you about something and he pulls out like this other pile of paperwork and it turns out that this motherfucker this fucking conservative guy that's calling everybody pedophiles is a convicted pedophile convicted pedophile he was convicted of uh like sodomy in the second degree and like sexual misconduct with a minor under eight and this motherfucker is like, oh, yeah, pedophile, pedophile. And, and Andrew's like, uh, have you ever heard of projection? Like, it's fucking wild. And it just encapsulates these fucking psychopaths that are always like, oh, we got to save the children, save the children. And it's like, this is this is what you're dealing with. Just some fucking lunatic. Uh, but anyway, great documentary. Highly recommend it. Very watchable documentary because uh, it's, it's, it's very it's the opposite of dry. It's very it's very easily done. Wet. Very it's Damn a it. wit wet slurp it down documentary uh and the last thing i watched was the new chan wook park film uh decision to leave um i fucking loved it it's gonna crack my top 10 uh it's incredible uh chan wook park director of old boy and the vengeance trilogy and some other stuff um oh the josh brolin the josh brolin movie (laughs) yeah the josh brolin movie this movie is so fucking unique and different, and it's something I think Sean's going to really like, because it's a romance that's kind of about two broken people, and how they can't connect, because it's just never going to, it's not going to work, because they're both just broken. It, it has, it echoes a lot of, uh, uh, Sean, what's his name? The, the, oh, the um, 2046 guy. Uh, uh, War, Wong Car High. It reminds me a lot of those three movies, like that sort of tone. And I I really like this movie. It's kind of a mix up between like a a whodunit, like a crime procedural and this really strange kind of romance film about kind of modern love and how like the David Bowie song. I do love that song. It's a Um, it's, it's a song that they play in the grocery store where David Bowie says no religion. (laughs) Like for yeah. a while. Um, but uh it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. Um it's it's a little long, but it never like I saw the runtime before I clicked on it and I was like, uh oh. But it didn't really feel long and it's very well earned. Like I think its runtime is earned. And the places this movie goes is really interesting because you kinda 
I feel like there's a point in the movie where you're like, okay, I kind of figure out where this is going, but then it just keeps going and you're like, oh, okay. Like I didn't expect that. Like, and I'm not mad at it either. Cause it kind of like, it kind of takes the audience for a ride. Like you think that, that the movie is going one way and really the point of the movie was something kind of completely different. I highly recommend it. It's very good. Um, I don't know where you can watch it besides my Plex. I think I keep seeing ads for some streaming service called Mubi, which you can uh, stream it from. Oh, no, that's Kevin Smith's streaming service. Is it really? Like no, Mubi? No, no, like not Mubi. M-U-B-I, not Mubi. <laughs> but anyway, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's a f- fucking fantastic. I haven't seen The Handmaiden, which he made, I think, two years ago. Is it better than Thirst? I didn't care for Thirst. That's uh, what I'm saying. But Thirst also is thematically very similar as far as like weird love stories go. But Thirst has like a good half an hour where you're like, okay, this is this back on track. And then nope. I also never saw Stoker, which I didn't hear was very good. That was his American movie. Um, but anyway, that's all I watched. Uh, so let's get into our feature presentation. Break uh, into five, five knuckle shuffles. <laughs> Um, I think this movie can be described in about 14 seconds. So there's like the, the, the thinnest veneer of a plot is, is layered on top Eerily. of this thing. Yeah. It's, it's lacquered like, on, it's, it's lacquered on with a child's paintbrush. It's just, I it, mean, it's, it is, ju- it's literally just save the rec center. Save the rec center by any dance necessary. I, I was telling Sean, I think this might be the first save the youth center movie. I think this movie started that trope. I oh, I think you're 100. I think you're 100 right. Yeah, yeah. I think this because it became a trope later on, but I think this is the the beginning of that trope. I think this completely started that. There's like this is the Save the Rec Center, what ski school was to <laughs> fighting the, the fighting the rich yuppies that are trying to like take over the ski resort. Right. Right. Man, the eighties um, had a lot of stupid tropes. Oh yeah, well they, they started all the joining on rich people so hard. I mean, they, they, so they weren't all bad. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, guys, what happened in Electric Boogaloo? To oh shit, I already fucked. Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. I can't even say it. Well, the movie opens uh, to it a dance. Mo- it sort of it opens to a dance montage that. Here's what happens. There's, there's a dance montage that happens for an hour and 36 minutes that are interspersed with scenes of not dancing or montaging. And some of the dance montage over the over the front of this shows up later in this movie because Gorm Golobus, God bless him, uh, Canon film, uh, decided to reuse some shots. But you're introduced, or not introduced, I guess you're reintroduced. I never saw the original Breaking uh, to... Has anyone here seen Sean? Have you seen? I don't know. I saw it and I actually like got the plot confused because the plot of the first one is like save the last dance. Like it's the same. It's a uh, um, what's her face? Lucinda Dickey, who is 24 in this movie. It looks like she's about 48 years old. Um, yeah, it's not great. Uh, I, have a, she, I have a huge uh, 80s crush on Lucinda Dickey, though. I'm not yeah. ashamed to admit it. We're um, 
she learns how to, you know, be a street person, as they're wont to say in this movie. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Dude, <laughs> her dad drops that street person so hard. It's just like yeah. <laughs> a hard R on street person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um so the movie opens to uh Kelly, Lucinda Dickey. Uh, black swanning it up or doing whatever she's going to do. And I guess she just finished her show. And now it's time for her to visit her friends in the barrio. And uh, Ozone and Turbo live together in a garage <laughs> that they're trying to clean up uh, because they know Kelly's coming back. So they say, hey, Kelly, how are you? And she's like, oh, I'm great. What are we up to? And it's like, well... We hang out at Miracles. Oh, that sounds like fun. What's Miracles? Oh, Miracles is where we dance and also fight sometimes uh, and learn all sorts of things at this old, maybe uh, some sort of gothic church turned community center. Oh, this is cool. You should hang out. Oh, I think I will. Oh, by the way, let's go to the club because Ice-T is performing and the rival dance gang will be there. Because the electro rocks rule the world now. So uh, all of these things happen. Meanwhile, Lucinda Dickey's parents are not happy about her hanging out with the street folks yet again. They want her to go to Princeton and do something with her life. She's trying out for, uh, she wants, she's getting an opportunity to audition for a show in Paris, but that's running afoul of Ozone and Turbo's plans to help have her be part of the show they're slapping together in 30 days so they can raise $200,000 in order to fix the quote-unquote structurally unsound rec center because it was condemned by a remote visual inspection by a toady who works for a developer who wants to turn it into like an Aldi. So, <laughs> so now uh the hijinks ensue. There's a we're gonna raise the money montage where they have child labor and they have people dancing. There's a clown man who's just throughout the film. Then it there's a point, clown. That the the writers of this the writers I say that very <laughs> cavalier use of that term very cavalier like <laughs> um, they don't know the difference between a clown and a mime. Because they That's keep calling true. him a clown, but he's clearly a mime, and he's acting like a mime and doing mime things. He's, but he's not a up. fucking mime, or he's not a clown. He's not a clown. Like you couldn't even get the most basic things, like right? Yeah, they they, they kind of phoned even that much in. So now, uh, the rest of the movie is just them sort of exploring the differences in class. You get a. They're dancing their way through the city streets, and I guess they came across the amphitheater that's run by the local Puerto Rican gang where they dance, and Turbo Boogaloo Shrimp uh, falls main, in love at a distance with a young lady on stage. I didn't uh, bother to look into it, but the main guy from the Electros looks really familiar. He looks like, very I, familiar, and I don't know from where. Yeah. Um, also, has the nunchuck fight happened yet? That happens later because when they're trying to save the rec center, the electro pops uh, throw a can of spray paint through the window, and then we're we're treated to dance fighting under an overpass. Oh with, my god! The, the song, shield, the yeah, fucking song, like, 
battle. Take cover. It's a battle. Combat. This is combat. Beat them till they come or whatever. This is combat. Battle. Yeah. Wicker, wicker. Like, Gogs, like, all the music in this reminds me of that terrible fucking music that 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 big time Tommy guy that we want. Oh, my gosh. It's this electro. Yeah. But there's too many words. Gogs and I, we love this guy on Instagram. He's this big, fat Italian guy. His name's Big, Big Time Tommy. Yeah. And he just. He he's just big and fat and he's always smoking a cigar and he gives these like half-assed like inspirational quotes, but like he's he's always what does he call it, Gogs? He's like electro I'm at, music. I'm, he's, I'm at, electro. he's like, listen, it's old school, old school like hip hop, and like he he'll be like it's a Tuesday at some bar and it's dead empty, and he's just fucking blessed. And if there's there's videos of him pulled over on the side of the road where he's broken out a lawn chair. <laughs> And a lawn end table, and he's sitting on the side of the highway smoking a cigar, listening to just sounds from this giant boombox. Let's just hear more about this instead of the movie. That guy yeah. rules. You tell me about Big Time Tommy. Big Time Tommy now, Romola. Now look up out. Big Time Tommy. That guy rocks. Hey, Instagram, it's Big Time Tommy. It's Here's my Tommy. thought of the day. Um, sounds like Carl. Yeah, it, it's he's he's from Long Island. He lives with his mother. Um, so. me and Gogs found we found some lost pilot that he tried to like. He he's he he was on some show, right? Wasn't that it? And no, they he, were trying to pitch a show. That's called, right, called Car Fellas, where it's him <laughs> and his associates who are like ex cons that that sell used Cadillacs on Long Island. And, and he he had this in the episode we watched. He had this idea of like the ultimate car dealership where he basically had 24 hour strippers also in the a strip club. I mean, the man is impossibly based, so let's leave him alone. So, anyway, uh, big time Tommy notwithstanding, uh, all this stuff's happening. You, you're you also treated to certain scenes like uh, Boogaloo Shrimp and uh, Shabadoo. Having some sort of weird sex triangle dance off with a with a the world's shittiest real doll that they keep in their live in garage because they have to teach Boogaloo Shrimp how to make love to a woman. If I understood the plot correctly, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, the, the parents hate that Kelly's hanging out with the street people again. They they offer her money to not do so anymore. They give her a chance to save the rec center by going to Princeton. She does get the job in Paris, but Ozone can't stand the idea that she's going. So she throws her career away to stay here. Um, also, Turbo at some point, Turbo has the wildest character arc in this movie because not only does he have this weird triple threat sex dance match with the doll and his best friend in their live-in garage, he then, I think they took the rig from the original Nightmare on Elm Street and they spun that garage, which allowed him to dance well, across I think the walls. They, and I, I want to say they got that from the Lionel Richie video. Oh, is that uh, where it was? One or the other, yeah, is the progenitor uh, of that. Also, the same move from Inception. I thought that yeah. Christopher Nolan See, I stole thought that. From, I thought from the Electric Boogaloo uh, canon films documentary. I wanted. To, I thought they name checked using that same rig from Nightmare, but I maybe mean, they not. May have, yeah. I'm, I'm also. Like not for nothing, but the effect is pretty cool. Oh, it's like, dope. It looks really good. Like I I'm said to Gogs, I, I said to Gogs, like the effect is awesome. It's in service of nothing. <laughs> like, it, like it doesn't. No, it's in service of the fact that they have at this point introduced actual magic. There is like, yeah. like 
he is like a brake bender or a gravity bender or some shit because this woman <laughs> who speaks solely in ADR that says like por favor like it <laughs> She has like a, her her That's dialogue is says. one of those like you remember those talking keychains from back in the day where it had like three buttons on it that said three different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kiss she says ass. like turbo, yeah, por favor, and something else. But she walks in, sees this happen. It does not wipe to a dream sequence. This is important later when we get to the hospital, um, right? Because after the after first of all, anyway, this introduces magic. She walks in, he's literally dancing on the ceiling. She thinks nothing of it. She's like, eh. Okay, that's weird, but I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, because I, I want to say the rest of this movie is a Brazil. Um, <laughs> you think that after after oh after he gets run over by the uh after he falls down the stairs, well, he falls down head. part of the stairs, and then another man from another dimension falls down the middle of the stairs, <laughs> and then yeah. it just cuts back to him laying there. We're yeah. uh, are we caught up to this point now? Where he yeah, ends this, up is, in... this this is the third part of Ozone's arc. Turbo, tur- Turbo, yeah. Turbo is in a coma. Correct. Like this is the, the language of cinema tells you that Turbo is in a coma. And you he know what? I'm too, I'm too stupid to have thought of that, but you must. You're correct because <laughs> when they go to the hospital, he dances his way out of traction. He well, dances well, a man. He gets there. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I've been doing good, and not saying anything the whole time because I was God. working while I was doing this. But because uh, I didn't even mention like how they settle the dance battles. Like, what are the rules and how is it won? But he, everybody's like, "Oh, you can't go to Paris now." Turbo got hurt, and they all run in there. He is like a fucking Civil War fucking uh, cannon victim. He's like a mummy in traction. Everybody stands around. The woman who speaks only in ADR, like Bumblebee, <laughs> leans down so he can get a whiff of her neck, which wakes him up, and he starts popping and locking in full ass traction. Gets up. They have to, they have to sneak him out of the hospital for reasons that are not fully explained, uh, nope. because he's he not under arrest or anything. Um, yeah, I mean probably, but. Um, well, his dancing becomes so infectious that like people are doing like actual surgery in there and also start popping and locking. Like, like everyone like <laughs> has, comes back to life as a result. Bro, there like there's a massive dissociation in this hospital, and I think this is all in his mind palace. That's a much better movie. <laughs> That's not the movie I watch, but I want to see that film. Um, because then also I have a quick question, real quick. Um. When at what point was it considered masculine to wear belly shirts? Um, like well, Lamar Lamar did it from. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean he was I, a certain kind of manly, I guess. <laughs> like, I think the I think these guys are a certain kind of. This movie is very gay. Like this, like we, Sean, you've made the 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 comment a million times, and I, I love it so much, but like. It's like Golem and Golobus was like, oh my god, this movie's way too gay. We gotta give these these guys girlfriends. And even then, it's like, yeah, you're not full. We, we're not. Yeah, because the most romantic no, scene takes place it. between Turbo and Ozone where he's like, girls are whack. Oh, and then Turbo oh. comes in and is like, hey, you think I got sex appeal, dude? And he's like, got mascara on. And like, this is like, this movie, fucking, this movie makes Cruisin look like when Harry met Sally. Like, this movie is so, like, powerful. Then Ice T shows up in his weird, like Mad Max gimp outfit. It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. He's like, like there, there was a time where hip hop was very like, uh, 
S and M like punk. It, it was approximating the punk culture of the time, right? But like, like way too over the top. Like I, I told you, like I think I was telling TJ Analog. It's like when like the hardest thing you do is dress up like Rob Halford's husband. <laughs> like it is so like unbelievably queer. And even like their hand motions, like he's like waving the girl off, and like every like breakdance battle involves that like backhanded like lip sync for your life wave. Yeah. Like, like it's it's fucking it is something else. Like, anyway, I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. I mean, I mean that's uh, so. Then so Turbo, I guess in his mind, because I thought he was alive, uh, <laughs> dances his way out of the hospital, dances his way in front of a bulldozer where the uh, the bad guy of the film. Oh, we also missed the part where he does a Woody the Woodpecker joke, which I guess was still topical in 1984. Yeah, I mean, that was the height of Woodpecker <laughs> Nation. So, they, uh, so then, then the, the inscrupulous or uh, unscrupulous uh, developer, uh, he, he orders the uh, he, he orders the demolition contractor to run over this child, to which uh, he said he, he then fires them when they refuse, and then he implies that there are other people he can hire to do this, uh, yeah, to commit murder. And then, uh, they decide to I'm not somehow... to take this shit. I'll call Senator Biden, he'll run these motherfuckers over. Yeah, <laughs> on the horn. So now, uh, so now the news has shown up, uh, and uh, that's cool. Your man's name is Howard Howard, by the way. The <laughs> well, Howard, Howard shows up. And then he basically live tweets them not only putting on this show, but the lead up to it. Cause like, I guess the show is happening now. Come on down. I, I love how we're so like irony poisoned by technology that you called a uh, remote news broadcast, a live tweet. But I mean, like, he's just like, you know, he's just, he's just talking about good point. Um, so then the kids have a dance show where he's giving like minute by minute updates on where they are with the money. And then, they're counting count, this money real fucking fast. Counting by the money the way. real fast, and they need to get. They even though the city has now flipped their tune, and everybody's like, "We're gonna help save the rec center now because we're getting ex- the business is getting because we're mildly embarrassed." Yeah, um, and no one's gonna honor those contracts. Um, so then, <laughs> then, uh, oh, did, it cuts to um, uh, the the villa of Special K's family. Where they're doing the whitest activities possible, like a mother's eating grapefruit for breakfast, and the father comes in in full ass, like James Spader tennis garb with the sweater tied around and just standing there, like, I'm so sick of these street people. Oh, no, um, that happened earlier. This is now they're watching their, their TV, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. watch him. Uh, was he not, oh, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Because there's the one where he's upset about his tennis stuff, and then he hits a ball off screen and then just right, glass shatters. Right. But then later, they're watching the show that Kelly's performing in front of the rec center. They're just making ad hoc right now. And I guess they're generating money by passing the hat. Ice T shows up and then she's like, Oh, look, Jenny's found something to do. And he's like, these kids are really fighting for what they believe. in." that's like what we always taught her Don. And he's like, all right, I'm going to throw some money at the rec center too. And then they save the rec center. Personal checkbook. Yeah. Then they save the rec center. Oh, there's a weird dinner scene where they're shitting on, I guess they live in a mansion, but the mom still does the cooking. Is that correct? Well, I don't know. I think this the mom seems... might also uh, be kind of out of it too, because like she legit serves these guys bowls of ketchup. Like, what that is was, that yeah. that they're eating? <laughs> it was just, it was just red. I was like, what is happening? 
Um, but yeah, that's breaking too. It's just it, it's it's almost there's, there's no mention as to like how they're going to fund this place going forward. No, like this is a one off. Like, you know, I'm glad you said it because I was like, I was thinking that like. Well, they're going to need more money, right? Like, it's well, you know, no, just... I mean, like, so think of it this way the Rex Center survived up until this point. This $200 was specifically to make sure that they can get the structural upgrades they need because someone determined the building was, was condemned. This should get them over that hump. Yeah. Okay. The, fair. the dance troupe anarcho communists. <laughs> I Can we talk about the the one dancer who's named Magician, but he's actually a mime? So when they're like, show him Magician, and then uh, oh, that's the guy that was the clown too. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clownman. It's like the the whole operation is like like uh, the Foot Clan from the first exactly. Ninja Turtles movie, but for gay kids. Like yeah. I'm not sure, but also there's boxing. Yeah, there's boxing. There's boxing next door to the, to the to the dance hall situation and all the kids. It's just fucking. Can we talk about how they go to the the one um meeting and they bring for some reason they bring this like poor poor please mister like little yeah, white girl. I'm like who who is this bitch? Like yeah. where did she come from? She's in the rec center. She's from the streets. What is what gods? What even is this building? It looks like it. It looks like it looks like an old Orthodox, like like a Greek Orthodox, like chapel or something. It's it's incongruous with the rest of the neighborhood. Maybe also, that's how Gorman and Golobus got it for so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know shit. what? But that's like, yeah. It, and their whole. I don't know. There's a real send up on on planning and zoning in this movie that I don't know if they've ever recovered from. <laughs> um, this movie's fucking. It's not a movie. It's a lot of it, dancing. There's more is, montage in this movie than Rocky Four, and that's the most montage so, movie we've ever seen. There's so much montage and dancing, and like it's wild how, like it, I, it barely establishes the plot. Like it, bef- like the be in the beginning. Like it's funny too because. In the beginning, like everyone is dancing. Like there's a they cut to like the mailman and he's like breaking it and popping and locking and like and <laughs> you're in this weird like I kind of it, I kind of want like to make a parody movie where just like someone is like not dancing. Like what the fuck is going on? Like everyone is in this weird like it's, manic it's, dancing state. It's almost like the fucking popping and locking is like what is that a uh, parasite from Metal Gear Solid Five? Oh, we're like yeah. they all get it and go nuts like but instead yeah. of they get it through speech they get it through popping yeah i love it well you know what sean i i, I immediately so you know what uh i i was gonna say like i wanted like the nightmare version of this movie but i've already seen it it's called fucking climax like that's yeah. like, that's climax like that's the movie like it's this the, weird they, dance movie that's like where no one can stop dancing and then they they literally are in hell the whole time the <laughs> thing that kills me about this movie is that everybody is taking it like very earnestly you know oh, yeah. like, their best yeah, and it is like they are intense, and the more intense they are, the more queer it comes across. Because they're just like they all look like that uh, that Chappelle show sketch where he's playing Prince, and it's just doing that slow push in, and he's like staring and like pursing his lips repeatedly. That's like the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it's um, it's fucking hilarious, and like I, <laughs> I don't know, like 
I I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> like it's 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 so like I don't know. It's it's it's, it's very w- amateurish, but like it's also like done like almost competently in a weird nothing way. This, like this is well, amazingly the, thin and almost impenetrable. Well, the problem is too that the directing is like very poor. Like you can tell this guy yes. doesn't know shit about dancing because like he made all the American Ninja movies prior. Like that's his uh, yeah. fucking uh, modus operandi or whatever. There's this weird. There's this real weird scene where like the the they're having an argument between the family, and they're just like cutting back to the dog's reaction the entire yeah. time. And the cat, he, yeah, he feeds a squid to a cat. Like in, like even in the, the most like language of cinema, maybe this is an Israeli joke. I don't get, but like, who feeds table scraps to a cat? Like, I, yeah, is, I, is that thank you. I thought, that, I thought that same thing. I was like, why feeding it to the cat? Like, it's a weird ass thing. You've never given your cat little treats from your plate? No, no. Why? Mango loved mango loved ice cream. That well, I never. I yeah I don't I, and I think like more to Sean's point like I feel like dog is like the go to movie that you know what I mean like you've seen that a million movies yeah like I that, don't know. Tic, that TikTok I forget what it's about but everybody puts their hands in oh right and then the dog paw goes they're like what's the dog doing <laughs> yeah yeah um I don't know man this movie is something else I will say that the dancing is very good but oh, like. Yeah. But like Sean just said, it's shot so poorly, it almost doesn't matter. Like, I feel bad because, you know, these guys are trying their hearts out. And, like, the dancing is is good. Like, they do a good job. But, like, it's just shot like dog shit. So it doesn't matter. Um, Anything else before we get into five knuckle shuffles? Did, did Shabadoo or Boogaloo Shrimp? Do anything else after well, this? Uh, oh, Boogaloo, Sean, Boogaloo Shrimp Sean has something to tell you. Yeah, Boogaloo Shrimp and one of the Electro Rock Posse played the good robot uses in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Wow, oh, wow, that's yeah. so weird. <laughs> so, I know that movie. That movie is the best. That movie, that movie fucking rules. rules. Um, one thing I, wa- I did want to mention about this movie is like it like going back it's like oh people are re-examining it and while it's not a good movie it's very uh, important historically and like I want to say like I- I'm a fairly uh, deep scholar of hip hop break break dancing culture in the early 80s not my uh, my specialization but in what way is this movie fucking transformative or like helpful for anything in the future because like Breakdancing died pretty much in popularity after this movie. You know what I mean? This movie like, yeah. killed it. This movie yeah. killed breakdancing. <laughs> People were like, "Oh, like it's just the fashion died." Like this was a very like wasn't well, uh, like time I, capsule. It goes back to the the Canon documentary, but the whole reason they made a breaking and and it makes sense what Alex just said. How this is this came out six months after the first one. The whole reason was because they wanted to make a fast movie. Because breakdancing was popular, they, they wanted a, a movie like right away, and that, that's what they did. So you know, lightning in a pan and all that. <laughs> yeah, the the fucking like, I wanted the documentary on the person that just did the costuming because like I don't know if they're like, hey, bring your own clothes or whatever. But I've never seen so many belly. It was like a bunch of Walter Payton clones with all these fucking <laughs> belly shirts on. Belly like, shirts and uh, and ozone has like a Confederate like soldier hat at one point. Yeah, There's at least like, two like this, drum major costumes that it's show like up. It's like this like fucking Frank Miller vaporwave nightmare world that they live in. 
Yeah, it's fucking. It, Frank Miller is a good uh, thing because he always he did always put like the wackiest costumes just in the background. I think yeah, it was Yeah, we don't want to waste any of our new moves on you, sucker. Then mm, they just <laughs> killed me. Oh and it's my like, god! We gotta learn some new moves. They never learn any new moves, as <laughs> far as I know. No, um, and yeah, there. There's also like I I don't know anything about fucking dancing. But there's like specifically with with um, ozone, there's a lot of like weird like mugging he does like while yeah. he he dances. That's like, what I was talking about the Prince thing. Like it's, it's like, like <laughs> it's like very strange. Specifically in that nunchuck fight, like it looks like he's got to take his shit. I don't know what he's like the face he's trying to achieve. It reminded me of uh, I, this is gonna be a weird point of emphasis. That I think Gogs might be the only one that gets this, but it reminded me a lot of only the strong, the Mark DeCasco's Capoeira movie. Oh, that was also boy. gonna be I mean, spoiler. That was gonna be my pick for this month. Oh, yeah. That's considered dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's more of a dance than a fight, and they're like just throwing nunchucks in the trap. Like, what is going? Like, how do we decide who's the victor in this whole thing? Also. also- the electro too, yeah. electro rock is literally there guiding the bulldozers into the building, but and then, then they're, they're dancing like, with them. Like they're the like, you know what? Yeah, we'll join your squad. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, fine. Just the scene where Ice T oh. the, the second time he's in it, where he comes out there, it's like introducing Ice T and Hot Tot. Like that child's <laughs> name is Hot Tot. First of all, second of also, all, he's just coming out to do his clap your hands, everybody. everybody <laughs> clap your hands. Hot you Tot fucking <laughs> give your money to the community center, and you are the man. Fresh, you know. He's like, <laughs> it's the fucking back, worst. Back like, back it was so bad. The, the wackest era of hip hop. Like, no one had bars. It was, was just terrible. Was, was Hot Tot the one that that like should have been sued by the Michael Jackson estate because no, he had was, like that was that was a uh, uh, fucking breaking Gary or something. I forget what his name was. <laughs> Hot Tot didn't really do shit, but no, his name was Lee, like Boogie Lee or something. I can't remember. It's a kind yeah. of goofy ass old man name. But he legit had the whole like oh, thriller he, outfit. He, he was doing the thriller and dance. He did the thriller dance. I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. All right. We'll take all it right. down to the community center. Bars. Like I saw Ice T in a fucking Honey Nut Cheerios commercial the other day, and I'm like, this guy's had a weird career arc. I don't know what's more embarrassing to his like gangster image, this movie or the Cheerios commercial, but they're both pretty bad. Who's that? Ice T. Ice T. Yeah. And what about that that clip from like CIS or whatever? <laughs> that means you're gay. Like, I got news for you. I, I have relationships. I, I relate. I have relationships, <laughs> relationships with, with, with men. Let me I tell told you TJ, I want that to be that my life, but in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to marry a homie. Like, <laughs> but he's, oh. yeah. <laughs> and the way that guy just stands there and stares at him, like he's fucking really—he doesn't understand that. it. Yeah. Like, no, man. I, let me repeat myself. <laughs> Hold on. I don't think you're following the thread here. <laughs> Oh. All right, so now okay. we are, we're at we did it, we did it, we did it. <laughs> what uh, a start twenty twenty three, five knuckle shuffle time. <laughs> Alec, please one, go, go ahead. <laughs> one, one. Uno. The whole time I was watching this movie, I was just wishing I was watching Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> just to see oh, Lamar Lamar rap and that eighties rap style. 
rap, 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 rap. <laughs> what if rap never evolved from that? <laughs> I always oh, like it when like white, and then... like square white people start rapping, and they still have that that that, that cadence. Like this is it's, yeah. it's youth ministry rap. <laughs> oh, those are those are some of my like favorite TikTok things. Oh yeah, like the. Uh... Or not even the youth ministry, like old church people who repurpose rap songs into religious songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is tremendous. This um, is the original gangster. This movie fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can think of two things wrong with the title of this movie. <laughs> it was not electric. And there was not enough Boogaloo. Like, how, how low does your self-esteem have to be to call yourself Boogaloo Shrimp? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is on. weird though that the movie's called Electric Boogaloo, but he doesn't even go by his own name in the movie. Like, no. Yeah, like I, I don't. This this movie is obviously not made for me, but I don't see the point of this movie. Who's it made for, though? Right, like eighties dance kids. I don't know. Definitely not made for. Definitely not made for uh, 42-year-old Alec Harris. <laughs> <laughs> then again, there aren't many movies made for me. Nobody wants to cater to the middle-aged white man. When will we get a shake? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk, Sean. You're not white. Yeah. Thanks, uh, well, I, I'm just commiserating. I'm an ally. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> At least someone, finally. Finally. Finally, a, a white ally. You know, what, you, finally, somebody standing up for the great middle-aged white and, man. And plead our cause, buddy. Um, yeah, like, this, like, guys, I had heard of this movie. I'm sure I referenced the title of this movie a million times. I'm pretty sure it was a Simpsons reference on uh, on the Simpsons at some point. Never seen it. Honestly, didn't even know it was a real movie until I had to watch it. Real movie is um, very generous. I, I think you you still don't know if it was a real movie. To be well, honest. it was actually it was made, so it was yeah. it was a made movie. Um, but yeah, man, this thing sucked. Uh, I pretty much tuned out after the citywide dance of joy that Kelly was coming back to the group. <laughs> well, the funny part is, is that you could literally tune out. Like, this is a movie where you gain no information. Like, you you could skip to the end and you really, you didn't really miss anything. Oh, good. They saved the rec center. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miracles. And this movie tripled its budget. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And f- $15 million in 1980-whatever money. Four. Like, yeah. That's George like fifty Orwell's million right. people went to see it. A lot. Like, get the fuck candy. out of here. Um, and the budget was five bill. That I don't know. I don't know what's more shocking: the budget or the box office. Well, um, they had to buy all that neon and Pizza Hut. Mm. They probably tried to get a Pizza Hut sponsorship. They're like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can eat at our salad bar for free <laughs> once. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they had that failed Boogaloo shrimp pizza that no one bought. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> uh, TJ. Man, I don't know. This is a tough <laughs> one. <laughs> like, this is either this is either a six or a zero. <laughs> like, I, it's so bad, but like 
I mean, it's memorable. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not a five because I'm not going to forget it, but it's fucking terrible. And like, I'm going to uh, be keep it 100 with y'all. I watched this at like one and 1.50 speed. I like flew through this fucking movie. Like, oh, they're popping their asses off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's like a. a he's locking. Like a, <laughs> he's locking it twice the lock rate of a normal man. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess I'm gonna give it like a three, cause it it's really bad, but it's kind of entertaining at how horrible it is. And again, I have an '80s crush on Luc- Lucinda Dickey. I find her very attractive. Uh, so you know the TJ pervert bump always happens. Um, we call your penis. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's basically how big it is as a bump. Um, but it, it's it's really bad and it's hilariously bad. So that does keep it kind of interesting because like the choices that they make in this movie are something else. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a three for me, dog. Uh, Sean, uh, I'm gonna give it a four. Just for being so impossibly gay, like yeah, that you know, yeah, like, it's it's so gay. Even the uh, the female uh, the love triangle, they're fight, they their hearts not even in the fighting over uh, ozone because she's just like I, you weren't here before. Oh, I, I liked forgot it better about when that. You weren't here. Yeah, it was just fucking Diane Carroll's like fifty eight years old arguing over ozone. Like it's this movie is real bad like it's like, like how do you have like the, the, such a simple plot of the like the, the we got to save the community center and still like not really stick it all that well and have to like have to have like dad ex machina like i'll just write him a fifty thousand dollar check and it's like oh well, with this this one guy will yeah. stop the bulldozing and not like they'll just like they couldn't just call the police Right, right, yeah. Like, do the police not exist? Because I'm pretty sure uh, in 1984, the Ramparts Division L.A. were beating the shit out of black kids on the regs, so I think they would have shown up. Um, They would have cleared that rec center. That's what they would have done. But, yeah, it's, like, culturally important in, like, meme culture, I guess, sort of, just for the title. But, like, I just, I don't. Like besides Gogs uh, pointing out in the Rockwild, uh, 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 fucking Red says, uh, I, "It's like I think the lyrics are like I break like turbo and ozone." Like, yeah, I guess, and I never like, got that. I never got that reference till yeah. I watched this movie. I was like, "Oh my god, uh, shit!" I, I, are you guys? Are you guys watching the game at all? No, uh, I got it on. Apparently, one of the Bills players collapsed, and during oh, the Fed needed CPR, and the game is delayed. Jesus. They had to take him out in an ambulance to the hospital. Holy shit. And then Tua Tungvalu rode through on his unicycle and his propeller beanie, not knowing where he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sad. Um, fuck, man. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not even a movie. It's just like a tech demo for dancing or something. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. Like, it, the movie should also be like, do you remember like the Captain Novocaine and all those video games they made, like to like keep you from getting fucking mm. diabetes or whatever? This feels like yeah. it's like a movie that like it's like, hey, please don't smoke. You know, like it's like the whole right. like it's a message movie or something by some council or another. Well, what's the message? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it should be that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh, yeah. Sean's right. It's like it's got that level of production, but there's no message. Or like down here they have a comedy traffic school. 
like if you get a ticket it like you got to watch <laughs> online traffic school but it's like you know these like failed sketch comics like what do it what does the yield sign mean you know and they got right around my table so dirty yeah it's it's i don't know man like somebody shout out a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> green grocer yeah, I have AIDS. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it. Like, I would, I'm sorry. Um, I, I can say that, but I would recommend uh, Electric Boogaloo, the canon documentary. We talk about fucking once every three episodes. That's a, I just bought that by the way because I was like thinking about it. It's like a lost. Like to get a Blu-ray, it's like 130. dollars I get to get oh. a two-pack with it and something else for like I got- twenty. I got the DVD. TJ got me the collection, and it comes with like like two of the missing in actions and Invasion USA and like a bunch of other shit. So, um, so uh, I don't, this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But we were just talking about lost movies. Um, HBO Max just put uh, Stranger uh, uh, Strange Days on the. Uh, oh no! Shit! One, yeah, you never find and, that. And that I don't know what it is about Catherine Bigelow, but like you couldn't get Near Dark forever, and you couldn't probably get James Cameron. Strange like, days forever. That bitch, son. You, I won't let you watch. I won't let you have the rights to Avatar three if you put her movies on. Strange days is like one of the. I mean, that's in the like cyberpunk. Uh, that's the Ray Fines one, right? Yeah, it's awesome. I, mean, anyway, I have the whack DVD of it. The it's it comes in like a cardboard case, right? I think I had it too. This one's actually plastic, but like the big selling point is that it's been THX remastered. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, the yeah, fucking yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, so I watched this movie yesterday, and uh, I started the day. uh, (laughs) I started the day yesterday by spilling an entire large, hot, dirty chai into my lap in my car, and that still wasn't the worst part of my day. Um, This movie is a two, I guess, because of the dancing around the room scene is wild and then the, the the dancing out of the hospital and a man back to life is just so bizarre but i really like sean's like thought that this is a brazil um like I, re- I i sent the pictures i hope you guys got it of the fucking stunt double in this scene oh yeah it's no hysterical. it's silly like you're right this is it's not a movie this is just a <laughs> dance tech demo for an hour and 30 and it is I couldn't figure out how to speed it up. I was trying. There was no <laughs> subtitles. Uh, I was just trying to power through it. Uh, not good. Not a great start to the year. Not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> shout out Lucinda Dickey. But, you know, shout out Shabadoo. And Boogaloo Shrimp, wherever you are, you know, Godspeed. But, yeah, it's this This movie's not, not great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> true um all right so that was break into electric boogaloo uh whose pick is it next next week i have a pick right? i have a pick it, it will if only the strong counts otherwise i have a, I have pick. a, I have a pick three of Hell us yeah. all three of us have a pick uh i don't care uh one of y'all go i i i, I can wait one of somebody's gonna have to give up their pick for the mullies anyway uh the i gogs Gogs, what's your pick? If yours is better than mine, then we can do yours. If mine, if if only the strong is ruled a dance movie, then that's my pick. But if it's I not know. ruled a dance movie, I would then... say it's a dance. It's a dance movie. Come, yeah. uh, I, it's that's the, the one with the banana way, banana way, no, no, no. It's got the guy from America. Iron yeah. Chef America, yeah, Mark Dacascos. Yeah, He's also zero in John Wick three. Oh yeah, 
But uh, that's that's Alec, my pick. what was your pick? Ghostbusters too. Oh fuck, that sucks too. That's uh, a New Year's I, Eve. I New Year's Eve movie. That's a New Year's Eve movie. Shit, that's right. Oh wait, because we can do either. Yeah. I was gonna pick. I was gonna either pick the FP or New Year's Evil, which I've never seen, but it's like some cheap '80s slasher from uh, from the '80s. But uh, we can do Ghostbusters too. That might yeah. be interesting. I'm pretty sure it's on something, but I'll put it on the thing. I I think I have it. Though, I think already. I have the Blu-ray. I'll be okay. <laughs> I remember it sucking. I, I remember it's not bad. liking Ghostbusters two at all. So. I don't. It's know bad, but is it that. electric boogaloo bad? No. Well, don't let's not get more crazy. disappointing, probably though. And it's where I learned that song, uh, whatever that song is, higher and higher. Yo, love, yeah. <laughs> it does have the Scolari brothers, and we do reference that painting guy a lot. So, Vigo, Vigo. <laughs> All right, everybody. The Carpathian. Next week, Ghostbusters two, um, and then Electric uh, yeah. Ghostaloo. <laughs> uh Cogs, you got anything to promote? Uh yeah, uh contractors that are willing to run over children to get your shopping center built. <laughs> Find right, them, right. hire them, keep them help. That's the show. All right. Bye. 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 Later. Lot of bitch. <laughs>